Hello and welcome to the Horror House Podcast. I'm Dave. I'm Chris. And this week we're doing more new shit. Like like uh, the last several weeks. We're always doing new shit. So, Dave, tell them Mixing about the new up, shit. Keeping you on your toes. <laughs> yeah. You better pay attention, Rabble. There'll be a fucking test. And no curve. No grading on curves. Or is that good or bad? I, I never could tell. I was not smart enough. Uh, we're, we're grading on a on a straight angle. A, a straight angle. Yeah. Is that bad? I don't know. I don't know. This week, we're doing a new series. Yeah. They're like these guys in their series. It's, it, it is. Um, we have uh, an old time. Not an old time. Yeah, it was old time. If you consider three years old time, but we have a guest returning uh, for this who helped come up with this idea with us. Um, uh, what would you say, like, gun dude, best friend, uh, vi violence purveyor? No, he doesn't really purvey violence, but he's not knowledgeable of it. Um. <laughs> Aficionado? Is he an aficionado? Oh, that, yeah. We have uh, a Mr. Tim Happens returning uh, to do this series, uh, this EOV series, Efficiency of Violence, which this first episode, we're doing 1988's The Blob remake. And basically, what we're going to do with Tim is go through some of different scenes in the movies. First off, we're going to talk about the creature, what it's good at, what it's not good at, uh, how, what its weaknesses are, shit like that. Just an overview of the creature. And then we're going to run down, uh, and have a discussion amongst the three of us on how best to unblob the blob, if you will. Right. Is that, is that, uh, to the point enough? <laughs> Unblob the blob. I like it. Let's let's unblob this bitch. But before we get to that, um, where can people tell you that uh, unblobbing the blob is a good idea? Uh, you can reach out to us. Tell us you like this idea. You don't like this idea. How you w would like to tweak it, or give us a suggestion to break it down from a from a violence standpoint. Uh, and you could do that on the tweets. If you can keep it to 144 characters, <laughs> you can hit us at sweetness one or at horror house two. You can email us horrorhousepodcast at gmail.com or go to the old Facebook and hit us up there. Or you can leave us a voicemail and maybe even if you want us to, we'll play it on the air. You can do that at anchor.fm forward slash horror house. And if you would be as so kind as to hit the little rating thing on the Spotify's, on the Apple Podcasts, any other uh, podcast sites that let you rate us, do that. And throw your phone at your friends and passersby with Horror House loaded up so they can also. Yeah, lo load up the Horror House first. Yes, and then throw your phone at your friends. It's yeah. simple. It's simple. Um, and then they've got something to. Listen to while they're waiting at the emergency room to yeah. have their concussion diagnosed. 
Dave, so what have you been watching since the last time we were here? Uh, we did purchase the, finally, finally, the new Candyman on the Voodoos. All right. Um, started watching it, got to the first kill, um, and then Stella was rolled over, rolled over to go to sleep, so I went ahead and turned it off. It's been a long-ass week. Um, so, but it, I was into it. I was into it. Um, we watched Tremors. I didn't get to a rewatching of the, uh, 1988, the blob, but, uh, it is a movie dear to my heart. So I don't, I think I'm good. I think I'm good. Uh, Intriguing because I'm the watch... exact opposite. <laughs> oh yeah. So we, we are, uh, experts in our own fields. Uh, well, so that, that works. We, we started watching uh, the Netflix series Archive 81. And, what did you uh, think we of that? We got Jackie to watch it with us tonight. And uh, I'm, I'm in. I'm in on the mystery and... Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm in. I'm in. And then on the non-horror front, if you're following on Twitter, you already know watched a couple episodes of the Peacemaker series on HBO Max. Right. Um, it's it's not for the chillins, but uh, man, is it funny. Old Cena. Doing it again. I need to check it out. I want to check it out. I think... I think... I think John Cena has... Finally found his man. The Marine was okay. Uh, if, if anyone who watched the Marine, the first one was mm-hmm. okay. But I, I, I know that WWE wanted that, you know, the action stuff for for the WWE films. But um, it's when when Rick got when Rock got away from that when peace when uh, Cena got away from that. And really fell into the comedic timing. Yeah, you know that's when they have hit their stride, and um, they're 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 both very funny uh, actors. And they they Chris, what have you been up to? What have you been watching? Um, well, uh, oh, we finally finished Hawkeye. Finally, um, and that was great. Uh, Boba. Mr. Fett, Boba the Fett. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we are we're one behind on that one currently, but we're still still going for it. I, the last one was not for me, <laughs> but it's you know can't all be home runs. Uh, but other than that, uh, I finally I was intrigued by the poster art for it, and just kind of forgot that I was intrigued by it, and finally saw somebody mention it on Twitter the other day. And I was like, oh shit, I need to watch that. So I finally watched The Dark and the Wicked. And mm. I don't I, rightly know if I liked it or yeah. not. <laughs> okay. It's you, kind of, I don't know. I may have to talk it out eventually. I, I was also intrigued, but Stella was not enough intrigued for us to watch it. Right. And it I mean, everything was so piecemeal this week. So, you know, 
trying to watch things at 15, in fifteen minute clips at a time. Right, right. It's hard. It's hard to get through stuff that way. So oh, that's a we've once we've once again wandered away from finishing off uh, season three of you. I feel like you've been talking about season three of you since season one of Horror House almost. (laughs) I I feel like it. I don't know that we're going to get through this season. Uh, You know, when season four comes, they are in, they are in a predicament now with two episodes left, but there was one episode, I think um, episode seven, I think we finished it. And so it's like, I'm just not feeling it. That whole episode was him with sexy librarian and her with sexy Robin the Cradle kid next door. And it's like, eh, they're just cheating on each other and there was no violence, uh, no murder and mayhem. So, you know, we, what can we, you do? we come for the murder and we stay for the mayhem. <laughs> so. Well, Fortunately, we should have plenty of that uh, coming up after the ad. So let's say we get to it, bring, bring our guest on, and do, do the thing. All right. So we're ready to get into this thing, and we've got special guest Tim Happens with us. Tim. Woo. Hello. Hello. Yay! I, I can hear it now. You just gotta imagine the people through the internet, right? Yeah, losing no, their I, shit I, right now. I, I feel it. I feel it. So, so, uh, yeah. Do you guys just want me to jump into the monsters? Sort of. Let's just uh, yeah. Let's just talk about homeogenous and what right. it's in this one. Uh, I don't know if they ever talked about it in the original one but this one is a is a man-made deal it's not it's not it's not yeah. alien spoiler skids so yeah i think that's a change i mean i think that's a deliberate change that kind of reflected the changing attitude that in the mm-hmm. 50s you had the deference to authority by the 80s you have that that you become disillusioned with authority and so here we have the addition that the government is in on it Yes. Yeah. So they they basically say that like it's a virus that they made, but it's clearly not a virus. It's an organism. Um. So I don't know how they. I don't know if that's a writer's choice or like they just didn't think of that. I, I don't know. But it, like, it's definitely some sort of you know, um, plasmic sort of entity, right? It's it's acidic. We see that, yeah, and how it like basically digests people. the The best way to like, I think, to describe it without, like, if someone's coming into it 100 percent cold, has never seen it before, um, it's basically like an osmosis stomach. Like, it sucks people in and digests them, and then grows. So, um, it's it's horrifying. It's really cool. It's obviously pretty intelligent. Um. It's very uh, impervious. It doesn't. There's yeah. not a lot of things that appear to hurt it. 
No, I mean it gets it gets annoyed. Yeah, um, it does well, get they, pissed. <laughs> they say it gets they they say it we they pissed it off. I think two or three times in the movie, um, which I don't know how they're telling that because it seems to be just constantly aggressive. Yeah, um, but it's also sneaky. So. Um, it's weird. Like I wanted to like hearken it to like 28 days later zombies, you know, where it just like mm-hmm. follows sound and like attacks. But, um, it also has some like really sort of like stealthy tactics, um, like such as when it crawls its way to the top of the, the movie theater ceiling, um, and hangs out there and starts to, you know, sort of pick off the patrons of the movie. Whip its tentacles um, back and forth. Exactly. <laughs> So it's a it's a weird anomaly. And I I think that may just be due to the fact that like the time period of the movie, um, coupled with the fact that it was definitely trying to not be a standard slasher film. They make a they make a few references in the movie about like slasher films and like Yeah, the you know, film within a film. I forget what they even called it. Uh I don't remember I don't remember either. Um but they they make reference to like you know there's no sex or anything and like they talk mm-hmm. about like this whole this whole thing. Um, so, but the pacing the pacing of the movie is I would say fantastic. Like the evolution of the monster and everything. Yeah, um, I think it's great. The evolution of the monster is is absolutely perfect. Um, but the the abilities of the monster just are kind of all over the place. Um, it's almost like anime. <laughs> like they give it a power and then it's it's gone. <laughs> it needs to do whatever the writer of the movie needed it to do. Yeah, like I, it's almost like they were like, okay, this would be a cool scene, this would be a cool scene, this would be a cool scene. Right. And they like but there's no, you know, they basically just the story in between each of those scenes is just filler. Like it's not needed necessarily. Another, you know another thing that I think that was wildly omitted somehow maybe it could have been offensive i don't know uh where was the snail trail for this fucking thing there should have been just a trail of acid through this whole town (laughs) yeah so that that brings me to like one of its main abilities and then like the failure of the government to understand its own creation um because it is highly acidic, we see that uh, and how it digests people. And there's a, you know, at the beginning of the movie, there's a scene where it drips uh, onto a desk and like just mm-hmm. instantly starts to eat through the wood, right? I don't think um, we ever see that again. <laughs> yeah, we don't. And that's one, again, one of those like anime abilities. I mean, we see it digesting people and stuff, but um, uh, I did like how. Maybe it's not acidic, maybe it's basic. Uh, and I guess the wood is organic wood is organic so it maybe it can't eat like concrete and metal but it's that basic nature Mm -hmm. so just throwing that out that that very well could be um because it doesn't it can't bust through like steel doors um I mean, it busts through them, but it doesn't eat through them. Um, there's the one scene right. where the lady is in the, uh, the telephone booth um, and it starts to engulf the telephone booth. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it doesn't melt through the telephone booth. So it, oh, it that, could just be for organic matter. True. And it right. which, that's which, another which one, one of its kind sense? of uh, makes sense to this creature. 
one of its kind of air quotes powers is just like you know the little cracks and stuff that because that was a thing they brought over from the 50s version is it like you know sliding under the doors and this one is a little more able to go through other kinds of cracks but that that's a good throwback to the original especially the phone booth where it's like pushing in and it's that's good shit i like that but um getting into its weaknesses which really the only thing that we know of i think is just the cold yeah the cold from what i i watched i took notes and everything um cold it it got uh blown up um it you know are hit with uh you know seismic charge or whatever or it was some sort of explosive material um it it got shot uh, at least a thousand times um they had m16s that had infinite magazines um mm-hmm. so they were just like laying into this thing um it can survive reentry into the atmosphere <laughs> yeah it, it, re- it survives that whole heat um which i don't I don't remember. I don't believe there was any sort of like casing around it either. I, it kind I of thought just it was the in ground. the satellite. Did they not? See, I thought it was in a satellite, but then when the when the homeless man like initially like finds it, it's basically just like it looks like magma in a crack in the ground. I don't think it's actually inside of a satellite. It was in like a round kind of a thing to make it appear as like a meteor or something, and I think they just kind of. I wouldn't say hand waved, but like pulled the wool over your eyes to be like, oh yeah, that's a that's a meteorite. And then once they pull it up out of the ground, it's like, oh, it just got burned up and weird. <laughs> I I don't think the cold kills it though, because if it did, it wouldn't survive space because space is not hot. Yeah. Uh, so I, actually, the temperature extremes are crazy, but I mean, in general space is either blazingly hot because there's no where for your heat to dissipate if you're in the sunlight but mm-hmm. or it's freezing cold if you're not in like direct light of a star yeah so at the at the, at the end they they, ba- they even make a reference or like hey we need to get this thing into like cold storage before it you know dawn uh basically so they they all kind of understood that it was just inert it wasn't necessarily dead um, and we see that at the end of the movie as well, uh, when the preacher has the, the little uh, sample inside of the, the glass jar, oh, which yep. it's not eating through. Um, but um, glass is famously non-reactive, though. So, um, but it uh, he's got that. He finds the crystals. That's another kind of weird plot hole for the whole cold thing, though, is... So it goes into the freezer it, when the when the preacher finds it, which is a completely weird scene, by it the way. It completely ignored him, too. Like, it just went yeah. on to the sewer. Well, it and, ignored him, and then 30 seconds later, he walks into a building and, like, is just completely fine. Like, he didn't just see this giant amorphous <laughs> blob go into the sewers. Like, craziness. So, um... But he finds the it crystals. Also ignores the girl when he yeah. eats the hobo and she's trying to save him and rips his hands off. She gets knocked out, and it actively goes the opposite direction and leaves her alone. 
Yeah, it doesn't. There's a couple moments where it's just like it's really not doing. It it's those are kind of questionable so writing decisions. Could it be that it needs to after a meal? At, at, you know, depending on its size, obviously as it grows bigger, it's going to be able to um, devour more at a time. But when it's smaller size, when it, as it's feeding, does it need to rest? Is it is it like getting full in a sense? I I almost wonder if it has the ability to, again, this has never specifically pointed out, but I I almost wonder if it has the ability to um, kind of make its exterior, like not, you know, permeable. Um, Because if that's the case, like, I'm pretty sure there's at least a couple scenes where it like just smacks someone with like an ooze tentacle, but doesn't, eat them i want to say that that happens um i could be misremembering I, you know i but, think you may be right like the end when it's like this science soldier boys like right the big the big fight with it i think they yeah. some of them were getting just kind of smacked around and i also um but i i don't know if it if it has a cooldown eating because i think the reason that it gets so large um, is specifically because it goes into the sewers and there is a ton of, I mean, it's fecal matter, but it's still organic matter down there, right? So I have to think that when it's going through that water, it's just soak, soaking up all the organic matter as it goes Well, it was along. pretty big in the movie theater. like Yeah, I, I mean, it was huge, yeah. But that's like right after the sewers is when it makes its big reveal to like the whole town and everything. And, yeah. and it's massive. Okay, um, and so it only ate one 11 year old kid. Well, no, I guess it ate two of the soldiers. And then the let, by the way, a child kill in this movie craziness. Um, but there yeah, is the, a uh, edited scene of that, that I swear to God, I saw originally. And it's fuck Cause you see him again after he's been digested a little bit <laughs> and it's, it's fucked the, the gore on the, we, they did gore for a child and it's amazing. <laughs> I, I don't care. The, I, I had to bring the, it up. The gore it's, in this movie was fantastic. I really, I felt like they really did the a really good job with like how like somebody that was basically being digested would mm-hmm. look. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. I do think it's weird. Speaking of the kills and like how it like the whole just amorphous structure of this thing. There's a there's only one kill I think that's like this, but it like it's when the the basically the date rape is happening. When they're in the car Um, and the blob like somehow enters this girl and is like eating her from the inside out without this dude knowing. Um, I mean, it, I mean, that's why he was, that's why he was trying to do with his cherry surprise or whatever he was making in the (laughs) right. But my whole thing is like famously throughout the whole movie, anytime someone gets like attacked by this thing, they are screaming and loud. And how, yeah, how drunk was this lady? Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> she was how drunk gone. Was she? She may have been already she dead. Just, she may have had alcohol poisoning and just went went. She may have already been gone. <laughs> Potentially, but it was that was a weird one. It was a really cool scene, uh, but that was a really weird kill. Yeah, I think that's kind of just the method. For this whole movie it's like this would be cool wouldn't it they're like yeah let's do yep. that <laughs> so let's uh go through a couple moments in the movie uh where they could have maybe uh 
applied a little bit more knowledge, uh, maybe uh, got out of some hairy situations a little faster, or even maybe some of them could have survived. Um, where let's just start at the at the at the onset, uh, kind of. So the homeless man has first off, I guess the most efficient way is don't fuck with it if you're. <laughs> yeah, just move slowly away from it, and yeah. you'll survive. Oh, what is this snot-looking thing in this rock that fell from the heavens? Don't, it's just like, don't fuck with it. Just don't fuck with it's it. It's like trying to escape Steven Seagal as a cop or Shaq as a cop. <laughs> just jog slowly away and they'll never catch you. Uh, so uh, let's look at the homeless man has it on his hand. The, the football kid and Shawnee Smith are going on their date. Hit him with their car. The flag kid comes running behind him. Uh, uh, what, what would you have done here? Like, what would have been, uh, is it, is it go to the hospital or is it like, oh, they felt pretty nonchalant about the thing on his hand, which was concerning to me. I'd be like, I don't want this guy in my car. What is that? Yeah, no, it's, I mean, and we're looking at it, you know, from like a, from a glass bowl, right? Like we know this is a horror film. Right. We know that this is, this, what he has on his hand is terrible. Um, not many things in nature like look like that in my experience. Yeah. So it is <laughs> it is disconcerting. I do think taking him to the hospital. But I think the more concerning thing here is the bitch of a nurse that's at the hospital that is just like, does he have insurance? Because uh, fuck that lady. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a dude that's very seriously <laughs> ill. Take care of him. Like fuck off he is uh, homeless yeah that's modern medicine man that's that is accurate oh i i don't dis- I, I don't disagree I, that it's accurate i yeah. think it's fucked though what a bitch that what that was bitch. the scariest thing that happened in that movie yeah. oh yes yeah, it's, it's bullshit but it is accurate and you know the thing kind of looks like it, it could have been a cancerous growth or something like that so it it i i could see like overlooking it a little bit um Although as a nurse, I've also seen some pretty nasty uh, necrotizing fasciitis, flesh-eating bacteria, and so it it could have been something like that. I would definitely like have at least saran wrapped his hand or That's, told I him to hold it out the car window. I don't yeah. want that shit getting on my seats. <laughs> so, I mean, so the the flag kid sees it. Like, remember when he tries to chop it off with the hatchet, and it just yeah. like sucks up more of his arm. Uh. Yeah, covers the wound. I feel like then would have clued him in on something like this isn't. uh, Obviously, it's not normal, but this is more not normal than even not normal. So, yeah. And the fact that they say he has some, they said it two or three times, he has some sort of acid on his hand. Corrosive shit. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't know that I've ever seen a gelatin acid, (laughs) but. Scientists, odd, yeah, exactly. Um, good too, but they, yeah, make jello acid, please. Um, but yeah, I, in that situation, I, I, I honestly don't see any with them not knowing anything other than he did see it very quickly move up the guy's arm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that doesn't seem to shock him. Uh, me personally, you know, uh, I probably would have been like, hey, man, like you just stay here. And I mean, they didn't have cell phones, but 
Um, I would have just ran to a payphone and like got medical professionals on scene um, rather than, uh, you know, traveling in an enclosed space with this guy who has creeping corrosive material, like just yeah. shooting up his arm. Um, so not the smartest thing. Again, probably high school kids. Yeah, you know, probably couldn't have ended it here, but certainly could have done a little bit more to not be as uh, as like stealthy of a beginning for this creature <laughs> if they had yeah no, you should something. have been sounding an alarm high school I've, I've seen 80s movies man you should have called your high school uh chemistry teacher who was probably the president oh. of the ab club too and a ham radio enthusiast that doesn't work though dave because you know that we would be chasing a dead body that we lost down the street. So we wouldn't even be there. We would be getting another body from a government facility. That's not guarded at all. Remember? Oh, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. So for your, you got to keep your that high mind. school biology <laughs> class. High where you're biology. Going to dissect a body. I do. I do like how following along with the trope that like every high school chemistry teacher is like Mensa level genius. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. but works at a fucking high school. I don't think there were any teachers in this now that I'm thinking about it, right? That's kind of... Uh, no, uh, not that I remember. I don't remember. There was the we pharmacist. Get, we didn't even get coaches on the football team and shit, really, is... A pretty... you, you got the two football players, um, the cheerleader, the uh, Fonzie mullet wannabe. Um... So could football have stopped the blob at all? <laughs> F- See... Uh, no, I don't think so. Cause that's think, all. Well, do you think Paul at the beginning, the football player on the date with Shawnee Smith, do you think he could have just like, do you think they could have just chopped his arm off the, the homeless guy and he could have just chucked it like down the street or something and then just drove off? Well, yeah, I mean, they could have, uh, but if, if the if, fact that know. it consumes organic material, like my whole thing is like, why wouldn't the blob, like I know eight, eight wanted to get on the old man and like eat him, but like. There's all those trees there, like it, unless it has to have protein. Again, that's something that's not explained. Um, so maybe protein is what makes it grow. But like, Dude. if it's just organic material, it could have just right. eaten the forest. So I have to what assume if, what if the that football protein. player had been quicker. What if the football player had been quicker and he had administered the date rape drugs before <laughs> it ate the girl? Would he have? Could he have date raped the blob? Um, that would have been an hilarious scene. Oh my just god, like the remake! His, just his dick dissolving. Oh my like, god! Holy shit! That would immediately. Scar people. I love that yeah. idea. <laughs> I'm putting that in my blood remake would script. Be, that would be a top <laughs> top ten kill of that all time. That is a great idea. <laughs> so, is there any other scenes? Uh, I want to get to the sewer, but is there any other before that? Uh, either of you want to talk about a little bit about maybe they could have done some shit a little bit better. I mean, when they, when they found the, again, the kills are kind of all over the place in this movie. So like mm-hmm. they find the homeless man. That's like, they're all kind of little just been, thrown events in a way. Yeah. Like the homeless man was half eaten, right? Like they pulled it open, like pulled over the sheet after he was in the hospital. Yeah half his body was missing um at that point i feel like cause for alarm like 
everyone needs to be evacuated except for medical professionals. Mm-hmm. And that just isn't what happens. Um, so that just seems I bet it was that goddamn weird. flag kid. <laughs> it's like, right, yeah. what? What did he melt him with, you fucking weirdo police? What You're right. You? And where did they find him? Like, after the fact, like, it doesn't make any sense. We just went through um, the woods, found the flag kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we combed, combed the forest. Um, this hoodlum hangs so, out in the woods. <laughs> the uh, Jesus Christ! Uh, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. It makes it makes no sense. But the other um, the other scene that was, um, I felt pretty cool. You know, um, the 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 date rape guy getting murdered. The girl getting murdered. That was getting ready to get date raped. That sucks. Uh, but the dude. Um, that was an awesome kill. Just a really cool effect. Uh, amazing. Yeah. The the preacher. So they, they originally see that it's uh, doesn't like the cold when they're in the the tavern, right? Um, yeah. They're in the pub or whatever, and they hide in the in the freezer. Um, After uh, Italian uh, dishwasher guy gets sucked down the drain, which kind of gave me a complex as a kid a little bit. <laughs> it's like yeah. I don't mind another. Amazing kill. Again, I don't know why it didn't just come out of the drain and like engulf him like it did with, you know, the previous kills that it had had. Um, right. So, again, another just weird kill. Um, but they, they find the, that the cold is the weakness and then the tavern there. Um, and that that was cool and everything. But like they just never bring it up again until the very end of the movie, which yeah. is super weird to me. So. Um, don't really understand that. But then you know they the preacher finds the little pieces. But again, they weren't in the freezer or they were next to the freezer, so it shouldn't have been there. Shouldn't have been any pieces because it didn't really go into the freezer. It just kind of like felt its way in there. Maybe it was like slid back out. Maybe it was that snail trail that I was talking about. Maybe that's really what potentially. Who knows? Um. That could have been something that they brought up a little bit, you know, as they're running from it. They're like, where the fuck could we even try to freeze this thing? Because, I mean, we're, we're, we'll get to that. But, like, where, where fucking could you? I couldn't think of fucking shit. That's why I need you, you guys to tell me. <laughs> Shawnee, this is the perfect place for 80s product placement. Like, Shawnee could have been like, my dad just brought the new Frigidaire 1800C <laughs> with indoor ice maker. Let's go there and try that on the blob. You know, uh, this was uh, shortly after the Punky Brewster episode where they taught kids, you know, don't get in fridges in the 80s. Because remember, that was, that was a uh, big yeah. thing. They could have yeah, product placed. That, and I don't know why. They could have done product placement for fridges that kids could have got out of. They're like, oh, we could just hide in these fridges that we can also open from the inside. But... uh I actually thought of talking about the diner, the Franny, the diner owner lady. Um, let's let's think for a second. So she uh, is in the the phone booth. Uh, is there anything she could have done <laughs> to not um, to not immediately uh, left? Immediately just left as soon as she saw the the creature that was sitting on top, just bolted. That's all she could have done. Yeah, okay, say um, say it's starting to, you know, get down and there's like you have that moment of like, oh shit, but like your brain doesn't like really kick in. Is is there no is she just fucked? There's no yeah, other I mean, 
once it's unless another distraction came up i suppose maybe i mean with the, that... the amount of strength this thing exhibits like pulling the big italian guy down a fucking sink train right. and shit like um, oh he got some of that snail trail now that i'm thinking about it he yeah. reaches down there it wasn't corrosive on his hands well i don't know if that was or was that no, just yeah, like he food does. stuff I, I don't know. That's that's a good question because it doesn't. It does. You're right. It doesn't eat it. But maybe if it's actually, uh, well, no. I was gonna say maybe if it's removed from the main body, it becomes non-corrosive. But that's not the case because of the desk. Um. So yeah, I don't. I don't really know. Uh. But Randy's as far as the phone him. booth goes, yeah. <laughs> as soon as it's as Damn. soon as it's halfway down the door, like Poor the thing is so strong. Like right. If she would have touched it with any part of her body it probably could have just sucked her in like yeah it's such a weird it exhibits such weird powers like i said so um i as hate far that as, like, visual her surviving of it, of it falling down there it had kind of like this like loose muscly kind of look to it then every now and then it resembles tongues to me and i hate it yeah but i fucking love it because of that um uh so uh, any other any other scenes that you guys I have I have a couple more in mind I want to talk about but I I don't want to hog all the airwaves. Uh, the movie theater was was fantastic. That was one. Um, that, that's that's one. Uh, say the three of us are are watching uh, my blob remake. I'm going to write in the next four years, and this happens. Okay. Uh, is it just run for an exit? I mean. What is what 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 do you do? I mean, I don't even know. I mean, some of those people were dead where they stood. So, I mean, is it really just run? If you can't freeze it, you just got to get out. Get the fuck out. If you're, yeah, you got you got to put some distance. Even if you don't know that freezing works, your right. first priority has to be to get the fuck out, and then I can work on figuring out, you know, a strategy. Or its weaknesses later. This one sucks yeah. specifically, though, because you have that entire full-ass theater and a herd of people trying to move in different directions or even in one direction is terrible. And Yeah, people, the herd mentality, like, just f falls falls apart when it comes to people. I mean, we've seen it in Black Friday sales and shit like that, like, in oh, real yeah. life. Um, so, you know, shoe sales. I mean, like people just when their life is in danger oh my god most there's people there's don't a, give a shit about anyone else there was an infamous club fire that i i think i don't know if you guys remember or not from like 2001 ish somewhere around there uh rhode island the band white uh oh fuck uh white 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 what are they called uh great white uh had a pyro thing malfunction and the whole fucking shit caught on fire and they had this small club of people just all trying to get out the main entrance and did not i imagine it would go how uh the blob would in real life people be trying to get out the same fucking way it's like 100 people can't fit out through one door so i think it also didn't help that club fire didn't help didn't the owner like was afraid of people sneaking in the side doors and chained the doors I think, closed i think things weren't marked properly or something there was some yeah. there was some shit with that and there was also uh, somebody, was it, somebody had a, just a general admission concert and like six people got trampled because they opened the doors and everybody tried to run to the front seat. That was the who. Um, there you go. 
Yeah, uh, in the in the 70s, yeah. They had uh, just, yeah, general admission and pe- people, yeah, got trampled. So that, that scene is just pretty accurate from what I believe would actually happen. Yeah. Um, but like Dave was saying, like creating distance and like to get into the whole tactical mindset of anything, like mm-hmm. when, you're, when you're faced with an enemy, like points of dominance, right? Like you want to get to where you have advantage over your adversary. So right. um, and this thing being gigantic um, and you don't know how to deal with it. So your best bet like Dave was saying, is to create distance and give your give yourself a point of dominance. You know, we don't know that we can, you know, ascertain that because it was on the roof that it can climb. So getting up high isn't really going to save you. Um, okay. Though hiding may. So, um, but just, yeah, moving, um, moving out of its, its aggression range is all Tim. you can do. Question, Tim. Uh, yeah. so imagine we're in something like this situation, you as a concealed carry guy, right? Uh, do you try to shoot this thing that's on the ceiling? I mean, you'd have a, a pretty okay shot at it. I mean, what do you think? Like, uh, I mean, it's obviously whacking people off. If I could be a simple to use a phrase, <laughs> pulling people up and snatching people and all this, uh, you, t- you take a shot at it. You're going to, uh, how, what do you think? I mean, the fact that it's it's grabbing people and pulling them up and you I can only assume can see that there's dead body like I, you don't I guess you don't know that they're dead yet. There's bodies floating in this. Like it is dark. No, it is, I, it is dark. Yeah, it's dark. I, I don't think I would shoot at it. Um, I mean, everyone is aware that it exists, right? Because the, the theater gets lit up bright pink for whatever reason that happened. Um <laughs> and style (laughs) probably um but yeah i don't i don't know i don't think i would shoot it i I don't think i would um just i I think i think i'd take a shot you gotta take a shot you don't know yet yeah you don't know know, but like i I just i'm trying to i'm trying to be like completely objective about it it is or i guess subjective when it comes to me it is a giant amorphous blob hanging from the ceiling that is releasing tentacles and pulling people up. I don't think I want to be in range of, uh, you know, a tentacle. I think that would be my my main point of concern because it's like if I shoot at this thing, mm-hmm. I'm next. I'm the one that's going to try and grab. Um, and I'm not the most dexterous fellow in the entire it's universe. It's already pissed so, off. I don't want to piss it off further. Right, exactly. So I, I don't think I, in that situation, I do not think I would shoot at it. Okay. Next question uh, kind of uh, goes into, I mean, it could be in the theater. It could be any, any moment of the movie, really more towards the theater on when it starts using these tentacles. Right. Um, say it snags you, your leg, your arm with one of these things. What do you do? What is your, what is your idea here? You got to think fast. I mean, actually let's move it. Let's move it further for a second. Just for this idea. Like say you have some kind of, some kind of little bit of knowledge about this thing and it, it snags you and it doesn't immediately thwap you like, you know, the Hulk with Loki. <laughs> um, like what, what do you, what, what is your, what is your go? What do you do? What do you try to do? I think I'd probably just die immediately. I just pass out and it would eat me. So, uh, um, I, I have to assume that there's an immense amount of pain when it grabs you. I assume um, you start melting immediately, right? 
Yeah, I would think so. Chested alive. Yeah. yeah. I think I, I again knee jerk. I think it would just be a knee jerk reaction. I think I would just try to get away. Like I again, when you're looking at it from the fishbowl, like you see the movie and you're like, okay, this is what you obviously should have done. And then you're in real life situations. Mm-hmm. Completely different, right? So yeah. um I I think in my heart of hearts that I would probably uh scream really loud and just try to get away from it I, 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 all. I can't think of i can't think of anything else that i could do i don't i don't carry a machete on me so right. um you know uh so i i can't think of what i would i do carry a pocket knife if you're at the zero knowledge yeah. stage yeah if you're at the zero knowledge stage you're going to use whatever you can to try to attack it I think you're going to realize really quickly that right. this is not working. So uh, the only thing I, I'm, but I mean, if you have to, you have to doff clothes. You got to get out of there, your clothes. If it's if you got clothes on, it's wrapped around the clothes. Maybe then, you know, it's not got to your skin yet. Yeah, I mean, there's, and if it can't eat through non-organic material, I mean, clothes are all organic. But if it's polyester, you might be able to get away. You know, oh, that, that might that might if they would have all been wearing polyester track suits like the 80s demanded, <laughs> all of them would have lived. How they do would you live completely... without your members only jacket? Exactly. They, they would, would have be been completely impervious. It would have just been uh, like Russian provinces that lived through this blob thing, like Russian gangsters. <laughs> just a discuss polyester. <laughs> Just tracksuits, making swish sounds every which fucking way, and living through the blob. Yes. Uh, so, uh, are we? Do you want to talk about the sewer before uh, we get out of this kind of tentacle phase of the blob? So the the sewer. Okay, the sewer was really interesting to me because, like, this is when like the government kind of like exposes themselves and they're like, "Yep, we're just going to tell everyone it's not," you know. It's just some sort of biological contaminant, and we're going to try to trap it down here. And Dave brought up a good point earlier that really we only ever see it digest organic material. Mm-hmm. So when I originally watched the film, I didn't think of that. And me working in the line of business that I work in, uh, they, they say that, you know, there's only four valves to this location. We'll just shut all those and we'll trap it. And I'm like, okay, um, Again, because of the line of work I work in, I know that like municipal water valves are made of iron and iron is famously not corrosion resistant. Like you drop muriatic acid on iron and it will eat it eventually. So like this thing being able to just, I mean, literally consume bodies within seconds. Mm -hmm. Um, I was like, how fucking stupid are these guys that they're going to try to like shut some (laughs) iron valves they have to know this thing is acidic, right? What the hell are they thinking? Like, this thing is going to eat through those valves in literally less than a minute, like without fail. Um, but then now thinking back, like it really only digests organic material. So um, I don't. I, I, they may have had the right plan there. Um, you know that you, but, you're reminding me right there. When uh, to go back to the date rape guy, like you know, it has that little quick uh, glimpse of his class ring, her necklace. Uh, as it's kind of pimping away after it kills them both. Uh, does that, is that kind of alluding to that? Do you think like it can't digest that or it just eventually would just expel it? Yeah. 
that that very well yeah i mean it could be it, it could be for sure like and that's the thing about like horror movies especially in this era they didn't have a ton of time because filming was so much right like, you right. know it, more of a physical process than it is now you know they, everything's digital now so you know they're really burning film they're not you know that's what they're working with so yeah. and plus who knows um, what got cut because there was some shit the, the kid gore oh my god not to go back to it but it was great right. <laughs> but so that that could have been something that they really had planned and they really had Maybe. just kind of leave in there as a nuance rather than just coming right out and saying it mm-hmm. um because they were limited on you know physical film so um so that's, as a, that's potentially a, a great story point as a as 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 a as a valve as that kind of uh work that you do uh is there any other like the like the dude you know the Italian guy with the sink the uh, the sewer stuff? Is there any other things in the movie that you're like ah maybe as far as containment of it goes where you're like I, this could have you could have just trapped it here and been done or it, anything like that? That I mean off the top of my head, not really. Um, there were. Uh, I mean, it's it's obviously able to get through pretty diminutive spaces, right? We see it going yeah, to the crack of the door, underneath the phone booth door. It was yeah. yeah. Um, it, it goes. It it fits its entire mass through a sewer grate in the street in front of the reverend, who then just forgets that he saw that. I, again, that was one of the weirdest fucking scenes for me. Um, but. It, can fit through pretty diminutive spaces. Now, by and large, like those municipal valves and things like that, like they are bubble tight. So like not even air can pass through them. Um, but the, as far as trapping it in the sewers, uh, in my opinion, that was the worst possible idea. They should have been trying to lure it out of the sewers as quickly as possible. Because again, it's just chock full of organic material. Mm-hmm. Um, and this dude is, obviously eating everything it can get its you know it's it's tentacles on or its mass on so um it really should have been brown instead of like pink and red is what uh, really should really should have been uh because you are what you eat uh, <laughs> just a giant yeah it evolves into the just a giant mass of shit eating shit um the, that's the, the the blob two the poo um, that, would be the, that would have been the trauma version <laughs> the but i i can't really this is because this this entity has such a niche sort of um weakness which i know we're gonna you know really dive into that whole shtick here in a minute but like it has such a niche weakness and it has i mean nearly unlimited strengths i mean it's super strong it's stealthy uh, you know it makes almost no noise when it moves and just um, getting bigger and stronger you know, bigger and stronger the whole time yeah so it, the, really this movie was done really well in the fact that like they really couldn't beat this thing um and i know we're gonna get into it in a minute but they shouldn't have been able to beat it the way they did beat it so <laughs> yeah um they it it doesn't in my mind, after watching this movie, this thing should have engulfed the world. That's what I in thinking. roughly like thirty days. <laughs> that's like exactly it, in my notes, <laughs> it sh- 
it literally it shouldn't have been killed um it, not the entire world obviously like we would have all had moved to greenland um where it's nice and icy or it was back in the 80s uh because you know climate oh. change but maybe um, blob could have been a deterrent to climate change because it would have <laughs> killed everyone yeah, it would have pushed you know who's left to the arctic regions and then uh, what are you gonna do there not but, drive yeah. not drive your hummers I guess. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So there's really right. at, at no point in this movie was I like, okay, this creature could have been destroyed 30 minutes in right at this point. The mm-hmm. only thing I could think of that they could have potentially tried to do was they could have potentially the blob was not that big at that point when they found out that it was, you know, didn't like the cold cause they're in the freezer. If they just would have opened the door and sacrificed themselves and just pulled it in there with them. Uh, I mean, they would have gotten eaten. They would have so died. I, I, biggest problem with that is, so you see the blob coming under the freezer door. How many freezer doors have a gap at all? Because that defeats the purpose if you're letting the cold out. Well, right. it, kind of, uh, it, it kind of broke the door a little bit as it pushed in. That's the only leeway i can really get there but it's a wooden door too like what is that (laughs) like i yeah so but i'll give you that so later in the movie though they have they're using the uh, fire extinguishers in the street to kind of defend themselves meg's using that to defend herself from the uh right tentacle so i I guess at that point they could have come out and like maybe herded it into the freezer with the with the uh fire extinguishers would that have worked very probable that fire extinguishers they i mean they don't have a ton of volume so um right you'd be you'd be you'd be it would have to be a very efficient like everyone have to be doing their job at a hundred percent efficiency to like do that it's definitely possible and it would have been way easier like a real group earlier in the movie (laughs) yeah a real group effort (laughs) earlier into the movie um but I actually didn't look this up. I did look up some stuff about uh, fake snow. Um, but as far as how cold CO2 is when it's in that form, mm-hmm. um, I'm, not, I'm not really sure how cold it is. Because that's the one thing that I'm not 100% sure of is like how cold did it need to be to be rendered inert? Right. I, I want to just assume like bef- below 32 degrees F, like is it mostly water? Um, I thought, but, you know, in the sewer, like that water was probably cold. Like, I mean, they're saying it's like 70 degrees, a balmy 70 or something. Doesn't somebody say something like that? Something um, like that, yeah. So that, I mean, I you want, go swimming I in the fall. sewer becomes like a cave where you have that constant temperature that's oh, maybe. maybe not as cold as you think. A quick Google search tells me that a fire extinguisher, the discharge of a solid carbon dioxide fire extinguisher is below negative 78 degrees Celsius. Okay, so that's that's damn cold. Damn. That is really fucking cold. I think I might so, just let the blob eat me if I have to deal with that temperature. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a little much I, for me. That's a little much for me. Just take so me out. The, uh, I am I mean, it was, We it are was, legion. It, it was even like, you know, the freezer had to been, I would say the freezer... Typical freezers are around zero degrees Fahrenheit. Um, so 
in the 80s. I don't know if that's the case. Mom and Pop, Maybe it would have been minor. 25. Yeah, yeah it's probably not the most efficient thing in the world, I'd imagine. But It didn't like that, but it didn't, you know, didn't, you know, I guess it did freeze part of it. It did um, shriek away. So, I mean, the, the preacher got pieces of it from yeah. that diner. So, um, I have to think that just basically anything below 32 degrees F. But then that brings me back to like the, the monster. Like this thing doesn't have a brain, right? It's just a mass of molecules. Mm-hmm. But it it's obviously thinking. It's being stealthy. So like, is it? Is the blob actually a bunch of like individual organisms that are just constantly reproducing to it's not just one entity. It's actually billions upon trillions of entities that are just trying to gather protein to reproduce. Hmm. It's like a a school of tuna. uh, (laughs) Parasitic colony. Do you so, think it, it, if it would it, if it reached a certain point, I feel like it should have split in two at some point. That well, would have been very interesting. It does because the preacher has some of it at the end, right? But I mean, just as it kept getting bigger, like, right? Yeah, as it keeps just being more efficiently, yeah. Like, take and then it just yeah. like yeah. But I mean, on the other hand, like a a blob as big as a continent is kind of kind of wild to think about. So I kind of like that too. So I'm <laughs> I'm glad you brought this up. I'm glad you brought this up, Chris. You're welcome. In the G.I. Joe cartoon, Cobra created a blob. Oh, really? <laughs> that was menacing the countryside. And it grew so big that it uh, underwent mitosis and split into two. Okay. And uh, okay. one of the two... Do you not remember this episode? Anybody? Anybody? No. God damn, this was a good-ass episode. Negative. They ended up killing one of the two by directing it to a uh, apple orchard because apple seeds are poisonous. They and are. so they they were able to direct it to an apple orchard and it ate the apple seeds and died. Uh, yeah, there's small amounts the, of cyanide in apple seeds, I believe. What? Yeah. Holy yeah. Shit. The other one they killed by snake eyes injected himself into it and planted a bomb at its nucleus. Old Snake Eyes. Yeah, fuck yeah, Snake Eyes was the badass king, man. Before he became weirdo goggles Snake Eyes. I showed you that, Dave. It's fucked up. (laughs) Yes. I mean, Um, Jackie's favorite movie of all time, the new Snake Eyes. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So... Uh, is what is the final word so, here for the blob? Let's uh, let's start winding this this beast down. Uh, so Tim, uh, I I guess this was kind of a hard mode to. Yeah, this is this was with. a difficult. <laughs> this is a very very difficult creature. Um, so it really doesn't have any weaknesses other than cold and cold. Um, I've used this phrase a lot during this episode. Um, is famously cold takes more energy to create than heat. So um to create cold um so when they use the truck at the end with whatever fantasy fucking chemicals are inside this truck um <laughs> and then liquid they nitrogen, man. i i gotta think that's not liquid nitrogen it could be um 
but they blow I, the truck the, up. Would the explosion not counteract that to some degree? That that is that is the that is the guff. So <laughs> like they blow it up and it like flash freezes this blob, right? Yeah. So again, I don't know what I looked up like how like people make artificial snow, and it's basically just they use something called nuclei material that freezes and they mix it with water um, because it freezes at a higher temperature than 32 degrees F, uh, but it bonds to water so that it go, they can create snow at above 32 degrees F. But then, so that's above freezing and the snow only stays snow you know, but that's that snow is not it's not 32 degrees F. It's above the freezing temperature. So it shouldn't have frozen this this uh, <laughs> this creature because it's not above freezing. Um, it's warm snow. So um, I don't it, it may have been liquid nitrogen. Um, I don't know if they did they ever explicitly say what it was in it. Is it like plastered on the side of the truck? I don't I think don't, I ever saw it. I don't know. I don't did the know. did the when he goes to see his mechanic buddy at the beginning? Did, did they? I don't think that we glean anything from. I that. think they just call it snowmakers. I don't think they say anything. Um, so but I mean, it's just compressed air at a, at, a, at a high volume and this chemical that helps bond to water and, and freezes it at a slightly higher temperature than thirty two. So. Mm-hmm. Essentially, uh, I, I think they wrote it in a way that I also would have wrote it. I'd have, I, in my, you know, dumb brain, I've been like, I need an ice explosion. How do I get that ice truck? <laughs> end of end end f- finit fin dot. Yeah, it's that's, like I mean, that's I, where do you go from there? I don't. I got nothing. Ice explosion. The other cool thing they could have done is like throw the fire hydrant, not the fire hydrants, the. Um, fire extinguishers into the blob and then shot them. I think that would have been a really cool fucking way to do it. Um, I was wondering, I was, I was wondering if that was any better or like, I don't know. I don't know how these things. So they would have definitely chucked away at it. Right. I think it is. I mean, we, Dave looked it up negative 78. Yeah. Cause the truck, they're they're super pressurized, super pressurized. Yeah. So the only thing you have to like really worry about at that point is the fact that like, uh, a liquid backstop for like bullets, um, nine millimeter, let's just go off. Like nine millimeter can only make it like nine feet through water, right? Before it just completely like tears itself apart due to the resistance. Okay. Um, so I, I, I don't know the, uh, the viscosity level of this blob creature. It's, it's <laughs> gotta be less viscous than water. Right. Um, because of how it holds itself together. But um, so I don't know how deep bullets would penetrate, but I have to think that like you toss the fire extinguisher into it. It's not going to sink 12 feet into it instantaneously. Right. We right. saw that over and over and over again. So um, it if, may even just sit on top because it may not yeah. even try to suck it in. Right. That's exactly so, what I was thinking. And grab it with the um, tentacle, maybe just even maybe start pulling it out or catch it and then. Right. And throw it back or, you know, but, what have yeah, you prime target. Um, you got to wrap it in meat. You got to wrap go. it in meat and then throw it to the bowl. Oh, do shit. it. It's own bacon wrapped filet mignon, but instead of bacon, it's fire extinguisher. What, but, a, what a good like sacrifice play is somebody has to like load themselves up with this like, you know, 
200-pound vest of, you know, fire it's extinguishers. Like iron, and just, Iron Man yeah. fire extinguishers. You're like, here I go, and they just jump off a building into the block. <laughs> Shoot me, so, and then but, uh, bam. One of the boys already died in the sewers. You just strap the fire extinguishers to the other boy and be like, you're going to die hero, kid, and throw him in. Yeah. Especially that one. He was in Return of the Living Dead, too. I didn't like that one. He kind of ruined that movie. Uh, some people may come after me now, but it's true. Um, so, so, yeah, the, the, he should have the died, only thing I could The only thing I could think of that they could have, <laughs> again, killed it sooner is fire extinguisher, shoot it, because, it, like Dave said, it's super mm-hmm. pressurized. It releases that negative 78 degree, uh, you know, contents um, rapidly. Um, yeah. So it would, you know, completely freeze a smaller blob. If it got larger, um, then, you know, it, that would have to be like a big group effort. But again, mm-hmm. because of the way that it worked, right? Like you could freeze little parts of it. You could just, as long as you kept it away from organic material and, or, you know, protein, I think we're, kind of just basing it like it needs protein um keep it away from that and just keep chipping away at it eventually you could beat it um but other than that like it it is damn near impervious to everything so um it would be i I got a couple ideas i want to throw at you okay i i got a couple ideas i want to throw at you tim let me let me know what you think hit me this is obviously some kind of organic creature. Correct. So I, I would I would assume there's something is toxic to this creature. Something is going to work. Now, it, if you could just keep it contained a while and, and uh, work on that, maybe you could find that one thing. You know, maybe a salsa blue shampoo. <laughs> Have you ever got that shit in your eyes, man? That's, that is no good. Maybe that would work. But I got a couple other ideas. So, head and shoulders. The apple seeds. Oh, apple seeds. If that don't work, have they? Did they? Tr- they tried bullets. Did they try silver bullets? They. Do I. Think? I don't believe they tried silver bullets. Um, I can't. Famously, in the eighties, you had a hot, very high lead content in bullets. So, um, no, I don't think silver was uh, the lay of the land there. In in Monster Squad, they stole Mom's uh, silverware to melt them down to make silver bullets. Just, I'm just throwing that out there. Uh, yeah, um, they, I, they probably could have done that. Okay, and one other idea I have. So this is like a, it's almost like an inside-out stomach. The 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 digestive juices, although you know we talked about maybe this is more basic than that acidic, that that these digestive juices are on the outside. If it doesn't have those that slime on the outside, maybe it can't eat, and then you can get it to starve itself. So, what if we bathed hmm. it in Alka Seltzer? See, you you that I like that idea, uh, or baking soda, um, or actually, you know what? I think honestly, two things that could have stopped it: salt. Uh, not no, not necessarily salt. Um, snail trail. I'm still stuck. Corn corn starch because that would make it a non-Newtonian liquid, and it would just eventually solidify. Um, or if it is basic, which I thinking back on, you know how it how it acts and all that good stuff, I think it might be basic. 
just pouring a fuck ton of like distilled white vinegar on it to throw its pH balance way off. Mm-hmm. Because that's as boy sick, that would right? stink. So it would boy stink, that would stink. But you would live. There's, yeah, but it would stink. It would oh. stink. Um, so yeah, I, I think cornstarch um, and some sort of base acid may have been the saving grace, uh, along with again polyester jumpsuits. Carolina Reaper. Poly, polyester jumpsuits are the saving grace, and oh. I do not understand why, given that it's a movie in the eighties, that was not touched upon. Right, that's a good point. Uh, it, it should have ate a guy, and then as it slid away, like he's all gone. But his members only <laughs> just left there. Yeah. And I, that, that's yeah. when you realize this is how we beat it. We wrap ourselves in saran wrap and or polyester jumpsuits. Oh, my God. That's that sounds fantastic. See, that's it. This is a real group effort because I just sound real dumb trying to do this by myself. I've been like. Salt, that's the that's all I got. <laughs> I, I, I get where you're coming from. Episode been with the over. whole snail thing, the, yeah, yeah, yeah the slugs and snails and shit like that. It'd yeah, been, it'd been over so fast. Uh, any final thoughts on efficiency of violence for the Blob 1988 before we sign off for this episode? This, I don't think, could have been a harder monster to start I, off yeah. with. I didn't like, even, like, I didn't think no, of that so it's, much. No, it's fantastic, but it's, um, <laughs> but. It They're like was this wasn't that efficient, fellas. Um, the only things I literally came up with, like again off the top of my head, were like um, <laughs> cornstarch, uh, quick crete, like cement mix, like pouring oh, it on it to like encase nice, it in cement. Nice. Um, yeah, I, I thought that that would work really well. Um, just using any kind of like water soluble powders or anything like that to like basically just turn it into a rock. Um, that was my, that was the only thing I could think of besides the fire extinguishers and blowing them up. So, um, very difficult, but I do think, um, this movie was paced out really well. The writers did a really good job of basically making it to where it couldn't be, killed off until the very end which is n- not the case in most horror movies most right. horror movies it's extended because everyone is a fucking idiot um, <laughs> and we'll get to more of those and it'll be more yeah efficient. exactly but this one was um this one was difficult <laughs> um but it, it it was a cool one and it, it made me it made me think quite a bit so um if uh, any original writers from the blob want to hit me up and uh i'm on twitter as at Tim Happens. Uh, if you want to hit me up and say, hey, yeah, Quick Crete definitely would have worked. Uh, here's why. And if you could just send me like the chemical makeup of what this thing was made of, that'd be awesome. I would really appreciate that. There you go. Uh, and there we go. I think that about does it for us. Uh, Dave, final words? No, I mean, this thing is uh, is uh, the, the ultimate killing machine. It is sole purpose is to eat and uh good pick put i on, put on I, mass you talk about this movie you've talked about this movie so much it's, uh, what, it's one of my so, fucking favorites yeah i still i think a silver bullet i'm, I'm kind of <laughs> all right leaning that way so we will be doing more of these uh actually there's another one coming up uh i would say fairly soon um 
so stick around for more of these efficiency of violence episodes uh with our with our man over there i'm doing the the head nod towards you tim i think i'm actually pointing south so you're north of me so i need to switch the other way there you go uh no yeah no, it's it's really fun um i know we have um you know more movies lined up and everything so um and i the next one has uh not to give it away, but it does have uh, guns in it, which I'm a big gun nut, guys. So I feel like this one um, will be easier than the blob as far as uh, it, it is and it isn't. Um, there's a lot of when it comes to guns, there's a lot of ballistic knowledge you have to have. Um, you mean it, you don't you just point into and die? You don't point and it no, does? Not, not, not when... Uh, Fuck. Not when it's subterranean. It There's a little teaser for you guys. You got to point and say. You got to point and say pew pew. Exactly. Pew, pew. I'm more but of a yeah, set it you, and forget it guy myself. When you talk about bullets through dirt, <laughs> little hint 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 hint. Uh, it's it gets it gets a little uh, gets a little interesting. So um, are we doing Joe Dirt? Yeah, yeah. Dave. Shh, shh, shh. Oh. Which we have talked about how Kid Rock dies at the end of Joe Dirt. Um, uh, subterranean but, Kid Rock. Uh, exactly. Um, but no, it, 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 this is really fun. Um, and I hope hopefully uh, your guys' viewership uh, enjoys it. So, yeah, thank you guys. All right. Well, thank you for being on. And Thanks for joining us, Tim. We'll, 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 everybody will hear from us again. We, we don't have these outros all figured out. They're real wobbly. They're loose. <laughs> We just kind of say things and then it's, and then I'm just like, stop. So I've not it's stopped yet. So it's, 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 it's not amorphous. We're kind of like crazy. the blob. It, it is, but it's more uh, like reverse blob in that regard. Cause it's more winding down. The energy just gets lower. It's kind of like, we're trying to put the audience to sleep now. Assuming they've not already. And then just, it just becomes an ASMR podcast for the next yeah. 15 minutes or so. I, th- when I stop it, I start uh, recording for our second podcast. It's ASMR house and I'm losing my voice. Yeah. <laughs> I just rubbed the microphone, so, the windscreen. Stay, stay tuned. If you want sexy alien seduction stories. <laughs> All right, that's it. Uh, we will see you next week, folks. The blob approached the cheerleaders. It gave her a look. She was thrilled and scared at the same time. Oh my God. Stop. (laughs) It bit what it thought was its lower lip, but it didn't have lips. Stop. Stop. But she did. (laughs) 